Howdy, howdy, happy Tuesday, one day closer to Christmas. Welcome back to the podcast. Excited to have you guys with us. We are continuing on in our story of Jesus, his birth, the life around his birth, what things were happening, what people were saying, all that jazz. We're doing that in Luke chapter two today. Tomorrow is not Luke chapter three, so you're going to have to come back and figure out what book we're moving on to, but we are going to go ahead and start in Luke chapter two at the top of the chapter at the birth of Jesus in verse one. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census, and because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child, and while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. The Shepherds and Angels Verse 8 That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was a baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Jesus is presented in the temple. Verse 21. Eight days later, when the baby was circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel even before he was conceived. Then it was time for their purification offering. As required by the law of Moses, after the birth of a child, so his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. The Prophecy of Simeon At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly awaiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them. He said to Mary, the baby's mother, The child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. 
The Prophecy of Anna, verse 36. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was a daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for the Lord to rescue Israel. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. There the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom, and God's favor was on him. Jesus speaks with the teachers, verse 41. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers, but when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious leaders, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic searching for you everywhere. But why did you need to search? He asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them and his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. I really wanted to uh, read Luke 2 after Luke 1 because, you know, it's chronological. Luke 1 sets up Luke 2, and um, I really wanted to make sure that we're reading some stories about the birth of Jesus in that time, obviously because this is Christmas, and I think regardless of whether we all know Jesus was uh, not actually born on December 25th, but that's the day that we celebrate his birth. And I know in the Christian community, like in some of the more, I don't even know what the right word is, but certain groups within Christianity, they're like, oh, we shouldn't celebrate Christmas. Christmas is a pagan holiday. You know, December 25th doesn't mean anything, you know, all this kind of stuff. It is important, in my opinion, to celebrate the birth of Jesus because without Jesus, we have no salvation. And the day he's born is the day that all of these things become possible, that everything, the salvation of man becomes possible. Your salvation becomes possible. Your relationship to God in this intimacy becomes possible because of the birth of Jesus. And that is worthy of praise. And God is worthy of praise. And the son of God was born. That is worthy of praise. Those are my thoughts. That's why I want to take extra care to um, read the time going on around it and some of these stories about Jesus uh, because they are foundational. They are foundational to our faith, and I love it. So uh, I hope that blesses you, and I hope to see you back here tomorrow. Um, tomorrow we are switching books, so if you want to see what we're reading, you got to come on back. <laughs> see you guys tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, and uh, I appreciate you guys being here.